never any doubts in my mind because I'm the best in the world. Even though a lot of you don't like to hear it, I just, it's fact, I'm the best, you know what I mean? I sometimes, I don't want to believe in myself, but it's the truth, I'm the best. And I'm just convinced, you know what I mean? These fellas, I didn't challenge me with their somewhat prim primitive skills. They're just as good as dead. Slam Big Mac 11, back of the seven on some boss. I put a president on my wrist and I got frosty. Stack it like Pringles, you want a single, it's gonna cost you. Slow on the hair and I don't sell them niggas too often. Man, my jewelry like some laser beams. Step out with your lady, shoot some enemies on a Maybelline. Overdoses total, cut the cocoa with the ketamine. Doping ibuprofen in my bowl, I got them recipes. Boss, shooter like stuff, I just hit for free and I wasn't even looking. Your favorite rapper just hit the stage, looks if you about to book. If he's in love, I just keep the piece of I just keep it pushing. My baby mama knew the job was crooked before they took it. Can't Train records just to be running shit. Just touch down in the airport, Louis V backpack full of them hundreds. Bitch. Cleaning that between ho, I'm a gangster, not no lover. Bitch. Grammy at the party, we be rocking like we won a bitch. Bossish. Big Mac 11, back of the seven on some boss. I put that president on my wrist and I got frost. Stack it like Pringles, you want a single, it's gonna cost CEO Rabbit, young Freddy Kane, I'm on some boss. Big Mac 11, back of the seven on some boss. I put that president on my wrist and I got frost. Stack it like Pringles, you want a single, it's gonna cost you. Pull up to your funeral room and shoot up your fucking cough. Your house up with that honey drum. No hot 100, I'm a hot boy with some murder one. Cash money came big, number one son, and you my youngest son. See my first crackhead like that beamer back in 91. I've been on the places, you fuckers rocking the gumby face. I'm fitting up my gut with the Zach, the bitch like some lemonade. This is the big VL, if you violate, you a renegade. No, these trigger fingers ain't natural type on your Twitter page. Freddy Krueger, P90 Ruger, I'm peeping on them. So they say they ain't losing sleep, tell them I'm sleeping on them. Got heavy traffic, the neighbors might call the people on them. Surround your car with their eyes, I put the Reaper on them. Death witch, with that automatic shot, yeah, that's a death kiss. Looking to be pulling through, so I aim up for the next hit. Fly with it on me, I got my picky on the dip. Jay's ready to set it off, and I put that on the shit. Big Mac 11, back of the 7 on some boss. I put that president on my wrist, and I got frostbite. Stack it like Pringles, you want a single, it's gonna cost you. See your rabbit, young Freddy Kane, I'm on some boss. Big Mac 11, back of the 7 on some boss. I put that president on my wrist, and I got frostbite. Stack it like Pringles, you want a single, it's gonna cost you. Pull up to your funeral room and shoot up your fucking car. Vibes. It's Black Seinfeld. Show about nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Suck your mada. One time. Wake your punk ass up. It may be midnight, but we're doing this thing live. Show about nothing. Welcome to the show. It's Trinidadi, Panamanian Poppy, Rude Boy, Top Gunner, Sakpanyamada, Giovanni Anglin, your new New York governor. What's up, people? AKA the Sandman has got me, and we are tired. <laughs> what's going on folks Sebastian it's, uh, coming live from Queens Gio's in Brooklyn what's going on folks we're we're kind of mentally exhausted today but we're still going to give you that hot fire exactly we are going to be honest with you okay having real time full time jobs suck and we are tired okay this is not fun this isn't what I signed up for Bastion uh, the what the work effort not even worth the, ethic. Wor the, worth, the work ethic no, not even the work ethic, just the everyday nine to five, Monday through Friday. This isn't, this is prime time, prime time, baby. That's how it works. That's how you grow. You know, you're getting into your 30s. 
this is this is where the build-up comes. So when you're in your 30s, you're building more. Then when you're in your 40s, you'll be building up more until you're in your 70s and you're chilling. We've been grinding, though. We've been grinding ever since 2014. We've been grinding ever since you were working over at the Bougie Mall. We've been grinding ever since I was working at Five Guys, okay? The grind never stopped, but the 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 work the work is different well the when the pay is different the grind is uh you, you gotta put more passion into it the pay you is can't not just, you can't you can't you can't just when you're when you're working something and you're getting paid it, it's no longer a surface level attitude it's more of a soul attitude you get you gotta dig deep down into your chest cavity and bring it out mm. and say like yeah this, this is what I'm working on. The pay difference is only because I have this and I'm doing the full-time job. Because if I was just doing a full-time job, there was there is no real pay scale. There's no real pay difference. I'm going to be completely honest with you. You, yeah, it may be different. All right. Me, hell not. The only reason why I have the pay difference that I do today is because I work two jobs like every Caribbean does. And, you know, that's something to learn from because one thing I noticed, especially the people down in Florida, mm -hmm. because life, well, I could say, is a little bit more affordable there than compared to New York in terms of um, pricing for, like, housing, for example. Same thing for Atlanta. Right. The cost of living is lower, but the, the, the checks are different, right? The that checks is are true. lower. Yeah, so right. you got to work a bit longer. So instead of thinking you could work that eight-hour shift, you might have to work a back-to-back -back 16, you know, eight, eight. There you go, back-to-back -back double shift in order to pay your bills. Yeah, this is my so, long day today, bro. Yeah, so you know, so I think we're we're kind of in the middle ground, um, being in New York City compared to how the other states are pulling it. Even if the day-to-day -day life is a little bit cheaper, mm -hmm. um, you just kind of have to go with the flow. That's true, man. You you know what? You're right. But I didn't sign up for the DEA coming to pay me a visit. I didn't sign up for that at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get into that story and what happened? I I don't know if if, if you could uh, get too much into the details, you know but me. you give a surface I, knowledge. You know me. I do not care. <laughs> you know me. So yeah, I'll talk about it. Shoot, because why not? You know why? You know why not, Bastion? Because without the Black Seinfeld audience. We wouldn't be where we are at today, okay? Because trust me, people, I look at these analytics and I study who listens to us and I study where our markets are. And we have huge markets in Europe. We have huge markets over in the West Coast. We have huge markets in, in uh, middle America, down south. You know, that includes Texas. And uh, yeah, man, I, I feel like I can be open here, as, as open as I'd like to be because... You know, why not? You guys deserve it. We're regular dudes going through regular everyday life, right? And this is a platform where I feel like it should be okay if if I if I open up. I mean, it's, go ahead, it's go ahead. midnight. Sorry. Why not? So here's what happened. This happened last week, and I remember calling Bastion telling him about it. But this happened last week, right? So I'm going to the bathroom, right? And the way this, this um, building is set up, it's basically a warehouse. We're on the third floor, right? And... There's this huge reception area that I'm at with my manager. And so behind us is this door, right? Now, this door leads us to the back area where no one really has access to it except for 
um, myself, my manager, and other clients of that building because that's where the bathrooms are. So I go through that door and I make my way to the bathroom. I come back, right, and I hear my manager with her real serious voice on. And so when I hear her with that voice, it means someone is doing that they shouldn't be doing, right? So I open the door and it's like seven people deep, right? And, you know, she's talking with them very sternly. They're all ganging up on her. And so I decided it was one of those times where, you know, I would cut the professional voice to like some like deep, like, like real nigga voice. You know what I'm saying? Like I put some more bass on my voice. I was like, hey, can y'all tell me what's going on? Like what's happening? So like I raised my voice as loud as possible so they so I can get their attention. Right. And they were like the so at all at once unanimously Vashton they all pulled out their badges right and they were like we're with the DEA and I was just like oh oh hi hi guys like that that bass immediately left the voice I was just like oh because it felt like just like the movies right so apparently they were looking for one of our clients who I'll be real like they they haven't been at the office at all like we don't even know what they look like like we don't know anything about them so 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 the dea is 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 um is trying to say hey we have the right to search the premises da, 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 da. we can do what we want and and my manager's like uh do you guys have a warrant do you guys have a subpoena like like what's up and of course they didn't but you know you know how authority is they like to try to pull their weight or whatever and we weren't having it basically the 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 asian dude was like because there was there was like three white people and two two asian dudes right and so so the asian dude was like look he was like the hard ass he was like look we could do this the easy way or the hard way and so and so we were like guess we're gonna do this the hard way come back with the subpoena right and so you know it took a couple of minutes but they decided they just finally decided to like vacate the premises because we weren't giving them nothing we weren't giving them our names but hey that asian dude again the hard ass he took our pictures though i didn't appreciate that he tried to be slick with it but you know on the ground yeah not even on the ground they wanted to take our pictures so you know when when they come back or whatever like oh do you know these two guys blah 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 who are they so they took our photos. We told him not to. He said, all right, I'm going to delete it. I think he was lying because, again, you don't trust authority. That's just me saying that. And they vacated the premise. And, you know, she was upset for a while. And I'd say an hour in, I started laughing because, you know, three weeks in and, and this is the things that happened to me. Hey, I feel like, you know, the universe is just testing me, Bash. And I remember calling you like right after, well, like right after my shift. Yeah, they're giving you different dilemmas so you know how to deal with in the future. Maybe it was a test. Maybe that wasn't a DA agent. Maybe that was just a test. And, you, you know, your next, next bonus you get, your next, next check you get a small, tiny oh, bonus. That was definitely the DEA bashing because my manager's like, I recognize that lady. She was here before, but she was here by herself. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So then I remember, like, right after that, I was like, yo, what the hell did I sign up for, man? Like, like making coffee and flipping burgers was a lot easier than this. Like, I didn't have to deal with any of this. Yeah, because not, no one's, uh, it, it's, it's like when you're working with clients, mm -hmm. as someone that works with clients in multiple fields, 
it it kind of comes to the territory not what you went through but not knowing more of the person's background and just dealing with them on, on a surface level and in my opinion that's the most you should learn you know just learn the surface level learn learn you know how you can help them support them if it's a deal it's a deal if it's a service it's a service then you know get on with it mm-hmm. move on <laughs> true but yeah how are you I'll, doing though man i'm doing fine you know the other day i got my last covid shot nice how did you feel did it f you up no, it's actually a lot different compared to your experience. Yeah. From what I recall, you did feel down. It effed me up, and I still came here to to do this show, but you would never know it. I got the chills. I couldn't eat my Chick-fil-A. I, Which one did you get? I got Pfizer. Okay. I also got Pfizer. Right, I remember. The, fir- the, uh, the first one, I did feel uh, pain throughout, muscle pain throughout the body. I didn't get a fever or anything. Mm. But when I got this second shot, I did have muscle pain, but maybe maybe for like 12 hours. And that's it. I was just chilling, chilling all the way through. Mm. Like my, even my arm kind of ha- hurts a little bit if I push a little pressure on it. Other than that, I was fine. So the first shot is what gave me like the big problem. The second shot was easy breeze. Even the lady that gave me the shot, she was like, oh, so... How was it your first time? Well, essentially, the second time is going to be a little bit worse, but it, it didn't happen. It was the first time was worse for me. You still had those um, what what do you call those? You still you still had the antibodies, antibodies from from April. Um, possibly that could have um, helped. Possibly, I don't I don't know because uh, COVID never hit me the same way it hits most people. Like right. I I didn't get sick the second time around. The first time around, I still think I got sick because of um. Of just um, the congestion I had in my body. Mm-hmm. I was building for the past two weeks, just eating cheese pizza constantly. And, and that I, happens with dairy. Myself. Yeah. And I, I know I'm not supposed to cut. Sometimes I was like, no, I'm not going to eat the cheese. But it's like, forget it. I'm just going to eat this pizza and just deal with the pain later. Right. But getting COVID and having chest congestion, that made me sick for like a whole month and stuff. I, and I didn't feel right for like a good three months. Man. But uh, I'm clean now. That's good. Fully vaccinated. It's never too late. Um, quick question. Um, just like I just need to be recalled. When was it easy? When did New York City allow you to walk in to get a vaccination shot? What month was that? For everyone? Yeah, for it anyone. To, it had to have been around May for everyone okay. to get the shot. All right. So this is something my little brother was saying. Because right now what we're seeing in the conversation about uh, people getting vaccinated now mm-hmm. is like, you're, you're taking too long, right? It's like people that got sick or they passed away, and when they asked them, were you anti-vax? It's like, no, I just didn't get around to get it, or I was just still waiting. Mm-hmm. Like, I got COVID again, second time. Twice. In April. Twice. In April, right? Twice. And next, now, because I you got an appointment. I didn't sign up for an appointment. I walked in, and right. I was able to get it. So that's kind of the difference. Like, for me, I think it, it would have been better for me me to make an appointment early mm-hmm. like a lot of people did but uh walking in is i think essentially the best way to get more people vaccinated as we go on uh for especially dealing with the delta variant not these in- incentives that people keep trying to push on on citizens right not, the incentives are interesting mm-hmm. oh i think 
think we might have lost Bastion here. Yeah. Oh, here you go. He's back. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, um, in, in terms of, uh, yeah, I have uh, internet connection is unstable right now, but hopefully yeah. I'll stay tuned. Yeah. You're here. You're here. You're good. So let me continue. Yeah, uh, in, in terms of saying like, hey, you know, if you want to go into this ra restaurant, you need to be vaccinated. If you want to take this airplane, you need to be vaccinated. That's pretty much what you have to do. Like, just I think I gave you the example. France did it. People protested. But guess what? Two million people signed up the next day. So in, in terms of maybe a million, maybe less than that. I'm not. I had the numbers, but the numbers jumped immediately once they said, yeah, we're going to remove this if you're not vaccinated. It's all right, all right, bet. That's true, but I'll say this. All, in all due respect to France, all right, because we have some listeners out of France compared to America, you know how America is, bro. You know us. We, You know how we can be if you but tell us. not us. You know. It's them. You, I don't you're know right. how they can be. I'm fine. That is true, no, Bastion. I'm first gen. You're you're right. We are first gen Caribbean. First gen Americans. Caribbean. It's, we it's are a little bit different. That is a little fair. Bit... <laughs> you are right. Uh, but I am a firm believer of the bad apple spoils the bunch. All right. So we all look bad. Okay. Although I know what you're saying, and I agree, one hundred percent. But still, we all look bad, and you know for a fact. That this is gonna be politicized, and it already has been politicized. You look at Texas. Look at look at the governor, uh, uh, Abbott. Look at him. Okay, I'm not gonna say I hope he dies or anything, but you know, what Rocky Four guy say? Ivan Drago. He literally said, "If he, he, he said you don't want to die." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got you. Right. I didn't want to say it, that, but I'm nah, just quoting nah. Ivan Drago. Yeah, it, it kind of comes off the same energy as when Trump, uh, 45. Yeah, I remember I, that. Um, that's it. But in in terms of the relationship between the public and the government, it's it's that's how it works. If you have one government saying like, "Hey, you know, if your child gets sick of COVID, we're not going to tell the parents of the school. We're just going to, you know, let it continue running." That that's like, all right. That I guess that's what you're talking about in terms of the bad apple or right bad apple in the bunch. It's like, yes. hey. This country is allowing the pandemic to continue the longer states, than it needs to. The states. Yeah, because states. remember, everything is our state's rights. Hence what you see what's happening in Texas, what's happening in Florida and various other states, you know, because this is the United States of America. So if one state does something, we all look bad because to, to foreigners and to the foreign powers, we're all just Americans. That's what I mean by the bad apple is just going to spoil the bunch for everything. Same as um, how um, crooked police officers and, and police brutality affect all of the police departments. The same way in which um, a lot of these um, states politicize the, the whole COVID vaccine and COVID-19 thing. And it makes us all look bad. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I definitely get it. It's, it's, it's a sad sight to see. But um, we did talk about this. A lot more detailed and a lot more examples if you listen to right. last week's episode. Right. And you can listen to last week's episode on BlackSeinfeld.com. And you can listen to last week's episode on all podcasting platforms, Bastion. Isn't that amazing? So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio uh, Google Podcasts, Deezer, whatever RSS feeds are available to you. Just Google up Black Seinfeld and listen to the past episodes. See how great we did that? Yeah. 
So I kind of pushed that to the side to talk about my new agenda. What is your new agenda? So I, I've been a non-believer for a very long time. I thought the concept of it was a little bit too gimmicky to care mm-hmm. until I was able to find different ways to use it before purchasing okay. purchasing the product. And I think I spoke about the product before. Uh, I'm talking about an air fryer. Oh, uh, yes, the air fryer. It's the one thing that's that's becoming a craze here, and it's slowly killing away microwaves. So, yeah, that's the way I'm personally looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. I understand people are saying it's basically a, a convection oven. It is. But at the same time, it's not. Because a convection oven will give you the same, maybe five minutes less time compared to the oven. You can't cook a whole you. You can't cook a whole meal in a convection oven, right? In a toaster oven. You, I don't, I don't think you should cook like barbecue chicken, raw barbecue chicken in the toaster oven. In the toaster oven, no. In a convection oven, you, oven could. you could. A convection could. oven is, is stronger yeah. than a toaster oven because toaster ovens yeah. are, are normally smaller. Convection ovens are, are are generally a lot bigger, and you know they 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 warm up a lot faster. Yeah, and to a high I, I agree. temperature as well. But they still require the same amount of time compared to an oven, in my experience. Like, if you put it a bit higher, the faster it could burn, right? It's like anything that is else. true. Compared to an oven, because oven's much bigger space, hence the way heat works, blah, 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 physics. Mm-hmm. But uh, in, in terms of how I'm looking at a toaster oven, it's even faster than a convection oven. And it does something a little bit different. Okay. What, what I will call like maybe the crunch effect. Because it's called air fryer for a reason. Because it sucks all the oxygen and it's, it spins heat in the vortex. So something as like hash browns. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you like hash browns? Do you have frozen hash browns in your fridge? Why, yes, I do, Bastion. Uh, so normally if you put it in the oven, how long does it take to like defrost and cook? Oh, so normally what I do is I heat it up in the microwave first so it thaws out, and then I put it in the oven. That way it'll take at least 10 minutes to cook. That's the way you do it? That's how I that's, do it. That's mad disgusting. <laughs> it's bread, and you can't microwave bread like that. Well, that's we weren't talking about bread. We were talking about hash browns. Fashion. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. My guy's eating nasty, watery hash browns with his eggs. I see you. Disgusting. <laughs> Anyways, but theoretically, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take it out, frozen, put it in your Pyrex. Hopefully, you got a nice purple Pyrex mm-hmm. laying around. Maybe it's an old uh, see-through uh, brownish Pyrex. Mm-hmm. And just leave it for like 30 minutes on maybe 380, right? Okay. On a good oven. Not a broken oven in Brooklyn. Like a good oven, right? Whoa. So... Okay, fine. A New York City apartment. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Continue. sometimes you get an apartment and it's a broken oven. That you don't even true. know. That is true. It takes like two hours to get to 350. So in terms of that concept, the air fryer, I'm talking about 30 minutes to like 380, right? Mm-hmm. Well, air fryer will cut everything down, maybe 370 in like six minutes. Mm. So from 30 minutes to six minutes. And it's not going to give that watery texture. Mm-hmm. That you're getting when you're microwaving things, because that's how microwaves works. It's about um, microwaves boil the water molecules within objects, something out of physics. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of the different when you're dealing with an air fryer. So what I'm noticing is like if I wanted, if I had like fried fish to warm up, 
Mm-hmm. I could put it in a toaster oven, you know, 15 minutes to be good to go. I could eat. Right. I could just throw that in the, to- in the, fr- in the air fryer for six minutes and I'm good to go. And that's kind of the agenda I'm going to start pushing. I'm like down with microwaves. We no longer care about water molecules. We're running out of water molecules. Well, you actually never had a microwave, right? I didn't grow up on one. Right. But I did use it many times when uh, in a work environment mm. when trying to warm up food. So when you have lunch and you go and did the mistake, as someone that didn't grow up with one, you do the mistake is that I won't warm up the sandwich because I'm a big fan of toast bread. Oh. And then, then, then your bread turns into rubber. Mm-hmm. Same thing with pizza. Oh, I have a slice of pizza. It's oh, cold. and yeah. warm it up. You're not supposed turn, to. Yeah, turn yeah. your pizza into rubber. Yeah. Especially put, the dough. But I mean, if I put like the crust, I'm sorry. Postino's pizza rolls in an air fryer, it's good to go. Mm. So what's the point of microwaves anymore? Are you saying microwaves are going to become obsolete and it's going to be replaced with the air fryer? The only reason people still need a microwave is for two things. Great popcorn, boiling hot water. Mm. But just get a kettle and then you'll be good to go. I mean, who doesn't have a kettle? I, I didn't. Most people don't have kettles. Really? It's like most, yeah. Most is this a first, is this a Caribbean thing? What that having kettles? Have, yeah. No, it's uh no, it's, that's not true because I remember reading a whole thread. It's all about like who drinks tea in your house. If your mom drinks tea all the time, you might have a kettle. Right. But we, my mom boils tea. Like she makes tea. Oh, from she scratch. puts the tea. She puts the teas in. Like the no, actual she leaf. puts. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. The leaves, Got the it. gingers. Right. So. Ooh, there is zero need ever to have like um, kettle. It might be a brown thing because we definitely, I definitely grew up with kettles. All because you life. have tea bags in the, in the in the pantry, right? That too, but you know me, I always have the raw tea leaves, and even then, I still, you know, just use it to boil up water. Yeah, I, I see you, but for me, I I never had any need huh. to do that i i knew about the concept for years but i just completely forgot and thought like right. maybe it was just so uh something distant for me and that's like one day i just bought it and say oh yeah i could boil eggs a million times faster right. if i just boil the water and, and just put it in the it. pot with the egg yeah and then boil it and then like you know eight or six yeah. minute egg then i'm good to go right or just use start off with hot water first and it'll yeah. boil faster that's what you're yeah. supposed to do actually that's why I do it. Yeah, well, yeah, wait. Yeah. I put that boil, then put it in, then warm it up. So yeah, six minute egg. That's that's Word. my go to. So did you think kettles were like a relic, or something? No, or like no, no. I, I understood the concept of an electric kettle. Mm. I just didn't see the purpose in my life. Ah, uh, okay, got just it. like things on a counter it takes up space. Ah, uh, okay. Do you think, because you're now a big proponent of the air fryer, similar to microwaves, it's going to be revealed that air fryers have, like, you know, cancerous um, things in it that can cause us cancer if you, if, you, if you stay in front of it or, you know, it, it can get into the food or, and, and, you know, later on in life we're going to have commercials that says, hey, did you have an air fryer and it has that caused you such and such and such? You may be incentivized for a compensation. Please call the number. Five 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 air fryer. That no, because it's just heat. It's not waves or mm. any type of waves. It's literally just heat. Like we've been heating stuff up with fire for years, and now we found out that's like the problem. Well, but the problem is like what we use fire with 
you know, well, it's not a problem. I think if, like you smoke something with wood and it gives that smoky wood taste without right. a guy, mm-hmm. then yeah. But other than that, you should be fine. It's no mm. arsenogenics or anything in it. <laughs> I'll let you know if we ever get on the air fryer craze. Um, I don't know when that can happen, but I'll definitely give you an update of air fries because I've seen so many people with air fryers now, uh, YouTubers that I watch, um, musicians, everyone on Twitter, they're big proponents of the air fryer and everything that they put in the air fryer has come out immaculate. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe this is what I need to. So what I always recommend people is like you can't just like jump into having an air fryer. Oh god. You have to know what you want to do. Cuz oh. if you don't want to know what you're going to do, it's just going to collect dust. Okay. Yeah, you just got to have some ideas. If you have like six recipes down in your head like how you're going to make like your own chicken wings, you're going to have fun. Mm. Then you're going to be more creative. But if you make the first dish and it sucked, you're going you're going to dub it. It's like this is garbage. That's how it is sometimes. Pots and pans. Exactly. It's like no. It's like it will cut your time in like fifteen minutes, Mm. twenty minutes even. You guys, it's all about time, and also less cleaning stuff. Cleaning a Pyrex takes some time, but cleaning a like air fryer, just put some soap and water, you're good. Mm. Have you put Tocino's pizza rolls in the air fryer yet? Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. Five minutes that did the trick. How how was it? It's perfect. It felt like I cooked it for 30. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. But I use Mike's Hot Honey on everything nowadays. Yo, everyone is talking about Mike's Hot Honey. Mike's Hot Honey is delicious. It is immaculate. Yeah, I, I've been I've been on it for a couple of years now. But now I'm, I don't have like a location that adds it to the product. So I have my own sauce. So I hold on to it on the side. Oh, man. I got to put you onto this pizza spot, bruh. Uh Polly G's over in Greenpoint. They have this one pizza called the Hellboy where they add like pepperoni and it has some of that that um that Mike's hot honey on it. It is immaculate. It is delicious. Yeah, I tried it on pizza before. I tried it on chicken at first Ooh. before I realized what it was. Ooh. It was new to me. I was like, why is this good? Why is it crack? Then I heard you could put on pizza and stuff. Like, that's stupid. Then I did it. Then that, right. Yeah. You put on ice cream, apparently, too. Real ice cream. All right. Then yeah. Now we're getting a bit. I got a, kar- uh, a Karagi uh, chicken, Japanese chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they had mayo and everything. First bite, like, oh, yeah, it's really good. Then right. I just took the Mike Hot Honey and just drenched it. It's like, nah, uh, this is delicious. You know, so. ice cream is becoming weird nowadays. They're adding a lot of different flavors to it i don't know if you've seen this but craft macaroni and cheese ice cream is a thing i don't know if you've seen that what's your thoughts on those things like craft macaroni and cheese ice cream um taking uh an avocado skin and uh, making it into a latte listen um avocado skin and making it into a latte we're talking about that's the ice cream or a smoothie oh, oh no that's no they're literally doing that like they're make they take an avocado <laughs> right and they like make it into a latte so like where the pit used to be that that little opening right there they'll put they'll make a lot they'll put a latte in it no they skin it out they, and it's just right. the skin okay okay and i think you say they lead they t- just take the the seed out with the avocado in no no no, no 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 okay i'm about to say yeah that's that's much but i think the reason why they're trying to people are doing these 
these innovations, if you will, is because A, they're running out of ideas and B, they're trying to be so out there that people have to pay attention to it. Um, have I tried it? No. People say it's good. Will I try it? I don't know. What means know. people say it's good? It's literally a latte. You're not eating the avocado. Oh, oh, I, I was going back to the to the mac and cheese ice cream. Oh, my fault, my yeah, fault, yeah, my yeah. fault. Let's go I'm, I'm baffled cream. about what you just said about the. Oh yeah. Using avocado as a cup. I know people weird, man. It's weird, but I think people make all these innovations to stand out and to get notoriety and to get gimmicks. attention. Yeah, gimmicks, and it's all on gimmicks. TikTok exactly to put throw it on tiktok let the people flock to it hey i want to try this craft mac and cheese ice cream which has been it's been blowing up here in new york apparently and, and people like it do i want to try it uh, no i just i just feel like certain things shouldn't be a thing you know i certain things that i enjoy should not go together sometimes mac and cheese and ice cream shouldn't go together you know what i'm saying no no, not for me. Okay, understood. Not <laughs> um, I didn't grow up on those type of uh, mac and cheese craft mm-hmm. meals, so I, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't really care. Or your parents loved you. <laughs> like powdered cheese, I never, I never understood what powdered cheese was until Th- I grew up. That is so illegal elsewhere. Yeah, I like. I, once I got older, it's like, oh yeah, they have powdered cheese or American cheese. Like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, America. Even American cheese isn't real cheese, right? Like, yeah. I remember realizing that when I was a teenager. Like, hey, do you guys know that it's not even real cheese? So that, like, that's why your your avocados, your depending on which bodega you go to, is is a little bit weird. Well, that's all they use. Well, yeah, it's, it all depends on location, though, too, Bastion. Uh, a bodega, the location of a bodega will tell uh, the person a lot about the area that they are in, you know. So, you know, the poorer they are, you know, the poorer it looks, you're probably, you know, in a, in a poorer area. If you see uh, a bodega that has, like, a fresh juice area, then you know the people around the facility got some money to them, you know. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. All right, let, let's get into our first song. Yeah, all right. First song of the week comes to us back in 2003, where a trio that was formed by Easy e known as the Black Eyed Peas, have brought in a new member of the band, which is Fergie. And with Fergie, with her singing vocals, they ran straight to the top. And 2003 to me was Black Eyed Peas' one of Black Eyed Peas' best album when they were a quad with Fergie. And ironically enough, in this song, Justin Timberlake helped lend his vocals on this song. And this song is going to help us break down all the effed up ish that's happening in the world. Here is Where is the Love from the 2003 album Elefunk. We'll be right back. Once again, you're tuned into Black Seinfeld here on 99.5 FM, WBAI New York. And in your ear as the podcast so please don't forget to like follow and subscribe and to share this with all your pals we'll be right back here's the black eyed peas
drama Only attracted to things that'll bring the trauma Overseas, yeah, we trying to stop terrorism But we still got terrorists here living In the USA, the big CIA The bloods and the crips and the KKK But if you only have love for your own race Then you only leave space to discriminate And to discriminate only generates hate And when you hate, then you're bound to get irate Yeah Madness is what you demonstrate, and that's exactly how anger works and operates. Man, you gotta have love just to set it straight. Take control of your mind and meditate. Let your soul gravitate to the love, y'all, y'all. People killing, people dying, children hurt and you hear them crying. Can you practice what you preach and what you turn the other cheek? I'm getting older, y'all people gets older. Most of us only care about money making. Selfishness got us following the wrong direction. Wrong information always shown by the media. Negative images is the main criteria. Infecting the young minds faster than bacteria. Kids wanna act like what they see in the cinema. Whatever happened to the values of humanity? Whatever happened to the fairness and equality? Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity. Lack of understanding leading us away from unity. That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling under. That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling down. It's no wonder why sometimes I'm feeling under. Gotta keep my faith alive till love is found. Now ask yourself.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was Where's the Love from the Black Eyed Peas featuring Justin Timberlake off the 2003 album Elephant. Uh, Bastion, your thoughts, your take on that song? I I honestly, I was going to go Man in the Mirror, Michael Jackson, but I thought that was way too corny. But, I mean, it is the Black Eyed Peas after all. They're kind of they're kind of corny, but, you know, they're good corny. They're a pop group corny where yeah. some songs are great and some songs are like, why did he make this? Right. Who do you think the song is for? Never but it, forget my humps. Yeah. Uh, hey, no, no. That song is good. That song had the beat. It had the it had the energy that a kid that's like, what, maybe 11 years old hears it. It's like this guy tell to their friends about it. Yeah, you're right. 2005. You're right. Yeah, the same energy as Candy Shop when one of your friends explains it to, to you. Okay, candy shop is different. That's a no, lot different than no, my humps. No, the same con- same energy because it goes to your little perverted mind at that young age. No, I because you're trying he... to put it together. Like, oh, I get it. Humps, my lady humps. I, I yes. thought Mr. Jackson was talking about candy. Okay. No, that's what I mean. It's like once someone explains it to you, mm-hmm. everything changes. Right. So yeah, that's fair. the same thing. That's the that's the way I look at both of those songs, fair, especially fair because they came out around the same time. That is true. But. My, but this song yes. is really good. It you is. Know, I like. I guess in my grown mind, as a twenty-seven-year-old, like listening to a song as a kid, I thought was like amazing melody, beautiful, sweet. Uh, but now I listen to it, it's like, wow, this is a very liberal song. Like uh, it's for this for liberals. Apathy. <laughs> app. Good about the world. App, yeah, exactly. The best but it, verse. But it's good. It's mm-hmm. good. Yes. You know, you could, I could still call it out for what it is, but I think it's done very well. Right. So that's why I was figured, hey, after after we talk about all the effed up things in the world going on recently, like, hey, maybe I could play this song or, or Man in the Mirror or something. Because, you know, although there's there's kind of cheese to them, you know, it's still like thought provoking. It's still some real ish. Like, you know, we all need to come together. But I don't know, bro. It's like you said, Bastion, earlier on in January. It's 2020 part two. That's all it is. That's all it is. 2020 part two. But the difference is when 2020 happened, the ish started like the first three days. Now the ish, well, the ish started in 2021, like the first six days. Then it died down a bit. Then it's happened again. It's like a slippery. It's like a slope here. I don't think it ever dies down because... It still exists even when we're not watching. Right. And you're absolutely right about this, Bastion, because I'll be completely honest with the listeners and to you. I honestly did not know that the Taliban were still a, was still a thing. Like, I remember hearing about it when I was six years old. And then I figured, all right, Saddam Hussein is dead. We captured him. He's gone. And then 10 years later, back in 2011... Uh, caught Osama bin Laden. He's gone. I'm like, all right, we got cool. him. We got him. All right, we're, and I knew we we're still in Afghanistan for what I don't know. But then, um, I know that Biden was talking about how you know we want to bring home the troops. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, and he started doing that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You gotta go back. You gotta go back to Obama saying we're gonna bring home the troops. That yes. didn't happen. He added more people. That is you gotta true. Go back to Trump. Saying we're gonna bring home the troops, mm-hmm. he did take some few people out. That is true, um, and he did say that in CPAC too, the recent CPAC. Yeah, and he ain't fully transitioned yet mm-hmm. because he's probably thinking he'll do it in the second term. Right. And then to what you said about Biden. Right. Then he's actually like starting to do it, and while that is happening, 
the Taliban started to to move forward on on attacks in in different um, major cities in in Afghanistan. And now, as of recent, like because on Sunday, as the Afghan um, government started to crumble, freaking Taliban moved in and, and seized control. And I was and I was just like, you know, this is a huge deal when this has been trending on Twitter since that day and it's still the top story and now you have different world leaders you have different um world powers actually like trying to talk to to the taliban to like get some order within afghanistan you you see um afghani people trying to seek refugee i know you guys i know all of you saw that one clip of um of of afghani people like running at running towards the airport trying to like find ways to escape and it looked like a scene out of brad pitt's war war z i know you all saw it i know bastion what are your thoughts on everything that is happening what do you think well it escalated like under our nose as people that aren't aren't paying attention as you said um i i i i know about it here and there it's not my main focus you've been talking about COVID for a year that's pretty much on my mind like every single day it's affecting my life that person that that being said now this is happening uh i think it's much easier to access certain information also um depending on who you follow or listen to or the articles you read you're able to pinpoint like certain parts of the story that doesn't make sense or um or certain parts where you're able to kind of predict the next steps Mm -hmm. where a lot of people are explaining like yeah the originally the war started uh, America were training um, the Afghani soldiers how to protect themselves from the Taliban right. in order to make sure this doesn't happen. And mm-hmm. 20 years later, as America leaves, because the whole thing is like, you're not just like anything. If you're leaving quick, especially when you're there for a long period of time, yeah. everything is based around you. You have to make sure you implement things properly and you can't leave mm-hmm. immediately. There are actually some bases where they just left overnight without telling anybody right when they walk by is like where everybody goes like no they just left overnight mm-hmm. and from what i understand it's like once you do that it gives the taliban an opportunity to just run up it's like yeah we've been waiting for a minute and since you dipped and the afghan shoulders aren't pretty much combative ready yeah. at all mm-hmm uh, especially with the quote-unquote training that uh, America was supposed to give them for the past 20 years mm-hmm. and getting them to create uh, heroin and stuff because they can't sell anything. So wait, you, wait, you know about wait. that? No, I'm sorry. Re- rewind that, please. Go back to that. No. What would you well, say? You know, <laughs> making them uh, grow, was it, uh, opioids and stuff. You know about that? No. What? They're, really? They ha- no, I'm dead ass, Bastion. I did not know about this. Yeah, now um, just double checking. I'm pretty sure it's it's uh the all right. So I'm I'm pretty sure Brad Pitt has the movie about this. This is the first kind of the things that connected uh, two and two together for me. Oh, I know about it, but completely forgot. But if you're taking over a country and you want them to grow their own stuff in order to sell, mm-hmm. you're not going to make a conflict with your own country's interests. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that that's kind of what what was the reason to make them uh, grow those plants instead? Got it. Okay. All right. I'm I'm following you. Continue as you were as you were going now. Yeah. So 
like for for the opium crisis, mm-hmm. right? It, it it's kind of it, like it it came from um, Afghanistan because that's what they were allowed to grow. Right. Okay. You know those type of products now, like you know, the shoulders are hooked up on opium. Afghani uh, shoulders are hooked up to heroin because it's all the same thing. You know, uh, that's something I didn't know. It's like back then, I think they'll. They'll give you painkillers, then give you heroin to for you to weed off those painkillers, and then you just get addicted to the heroin. The heroin was like the original painkiller. That's why it's like, it's, it's the thing. Like people know how to make it because doctors used to prescribe it. Mm. You know, same things with like you know cocaine. Doctors used to prescribe it. Used to be uh, Coca Cola. Used, used to give it to babies. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's a little dab on the tea. You know, get them a little hyped up. It'll be good. Uh, you know, show more personality early. Is joking, um, <laughs> but it, that's kind of how things work in the world. And mm-hmm. in that situation, it it you can probably like put two to two together, because you know you, you sell the opioids, you make money, buy guns from America, and then you have the cycle of, um, pretty much, gun manufacturers making money throughout the war. So it, it's pretty much a, a wheel. It's not necessarily trying to end the war. It's just trying to continue as long as possible in order mm-hmm. to become very profitable. And this has and, been the the oldest, the longest war that we that we've had. And this is this war has been going on um, for as long as we've been living for more than half of our lives, Bastion. This war has been going on. This war started when we were like six. Yeah, yeah, I, I do remember the war. I do remember the day. Uh, it's kind of weird because it was like past nine eleven and everything. Yes. Um, those are like the two things, maybe three things I remember from 2001. Other than that, I don't don't recollect 2001. It's not a thing for me to remember. Right, we were six. Um, besides those days, mm-hmm. those specific days, those were the days. Exactly, I was six too. Right. But I do remember, like, you know, WBI listening to it, right? Uh, CNN, everybody mm-hmm. saying it's like, you know, we're gonna go to war with Afghanistan and just right. chase the war. And my six-year-old mind. Mind you, I didn't know much about the concept of war and Same. how it worked. It felt like it's a day battle thing because, you know, you watch a TV show. It feels like a second. I thought, it's like, oh, who won the war? Like the day happens the next day, 24 hours, waited 24 hours to ask my dad who won the war. I was like, what? What? <laughs> I can't I can't unforget that. That's 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 something that stuck in my mind forever. Like me asking my dad who won the war and saying, what is what war? War ends when it ends. What are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah six i i can't forget that i was six too you can, don't ask me right. what my favorite color was at six but that i do remember wow yeah bash uh and this leads me to one of my my biggest points that i've had i don't know if you remember this during the inauguration of joe biden back on around well it wasn't on my birthday it was it was in january this happened right inauguration day and i said that George Bush had one of the best rebrands of all time because when George Bush popped up on television, there was no animosity. Everyone was just like, oh, hey, it's George Bush. And even now, right, everyone on social media, everyone in in, in politics, political personalities, um, they're all either blaming Obama they're blaming Biden and they're blaming Trump. Meanwhile, the whole reason why we're even in the war is because of George Bush. His rebrand is very interesting. It's as immaculate. 
as liberals were like they kind of love it in a way as well not just like the people on the right people on uh, that are liberal will will love it as well because it's it's strange right for yeah. a man who had all this power and to kind of disappear from the public eye obama's not disappearing no but they ain't disappeared no you know uh carding disappeared right so in, in terms of this guy disappearing and became becoming an artist then you see him gradually get better at painting it's like all right First of all, what happened? Right, and remember, <laughs> like this is the man who, who, who said um, these guys had weapons of mass destruction. He was help. He was responsible for the market crash of two thousand eight into two thousand nine. Like I still he, put it on Bill Clinton, but yeah. Okay, well, you, he was part of all that bashing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, that's my. That's not theories, facts. Yeah. Uh, but in, in terms of him just disappearing, becoming a painter, I if you wrote that in a movie, it would be for the character that played the puppet, you know, that didn't have any interest doing what they did. So when they kind of said, oh, like you do this, say, yeah, do some of my free time now. It's like you're, you know, like, for example, like you look at Putin, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was a part of the um USSR army and all those type of things, uh, with the agency and all. What, what's that secret agent? Uh, uh I, I don't know. All right, forget it. Some Soviet with, uh, Russia combat. and everything. You, no, you don't remember the 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 agency? No. He's a, no, like most TV shows, he's a when he's like a double agent and he works for Russia. He's a. Oh, he's like he's a double agent. Okay, never mind. Uh, anyways, he, he's also part of that as well. But like after he left that and became like you know the ruler of Russia at the moment, he still had that same energy. Usually, when you're on one position of power and move to another, or you're leaving that power, you're you're gonna be a powerhouse somewhere else. And that's kind of how presidents work. But that ain't happened with them. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Afghanistan's crazy. K- KGB, bro. That's what I'm talking KGB. about. KGB. As a former intelligence, uh, intelligence officer. Oh, yeah, you're right. President of Russia. That's why I'm talking about the KGB. Like, every, like I said, that. every NBC TV show, it's going to have, like... KGB Tuesday, references. Tuesday night, 8 p.m., one out of those five shows that getting the 8 p.m. slot is going to have a KGB reference. No doubt about it. <laughs> you know, you're probably right. It's probably going to be, like, CSI, NCIS, season 37... No, no, it's gonna be a new, brand new TV show, and uh, they won't say KGB until episode three. You know why? Why? The show sucks. <laughs> how do we get to this route? I'm just, I'm just talking about how TV <laughs> and life are the same. That is true. Because 24, um, John Boys, John Boys, r- made a, a excellent, excellent video about. It's on YouTube about 24 and how terrible it is and how the show completely took a left turn mm. more like a right turn to the right uh, uh um after 9-11 like whatever the show was supposed to be completely changed shifted uh well i'm familiar with the show 24 but i've actually haven't like, sit down and watched an episode of 24. oh it gets racist i think my oh, favorite quick? jesus the marrow joke is like for any like brown person, like even if they're helping the main character, they turn out to be a terrorist. It's like, oh, oh really? Dude. Like every brown, every brown person in the show is a terrorist. Like for every season, hey. 
it, it, it gets it gets wild. I right? remember after nine eleven, bro, like brown people weren't weren't in the highest of 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 of, uh, of favors here in America. And, and, I do remember and, that. And this this all correlates to back to the war. This it all does. correlates everything that's been happening in our lives within mm-hmm. the past twenty years. In terms of like racist jokes, racist TV shows, like mm-hmm. Twenty Four. Hey, I, 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 my older brother loves the show. He says it's great, and I probably, I th- probably like the show too, as a mm-hmm. show that's like impactful and quick and suspense every uh, second. It's probably a great show, but it did have its own uh, agenda. That is true. Hey, one of my favorite Dave Chappelle jokes of all time was where he's talking about um this terrorist on a plane, right? And he's like, "Okay, nobody move, get on the ground." Nobody look at my face. And then he goes, and I didn't know why he was talking like that. It's a Chinese guy. I'm like, why is he talking like that? Because <laughs> the perception is if you have that accent, it's a brown guy. Yeah, yeah. That's so a genius, that's... by the way. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you're right. That's a good way to put it. It's like the perception of a terrorist is a brown person. And right. it's been like that. And it's still like that. Um, Right now, of course, we're in a day and age where, you know, quote, unquote, uh, everything's more politically correct mm-hmm. because everybody's now uh, just double checking their work. They're proofreading their work before they press publish. Yes, which is a good thing. But I still think it's a problem in the writers' room. You know, it's it's the same writers from twenty years ago that's still writing the stuff. They have their style, of course. But they're going to implement some propaganda in in, in the mix of it somewhere, mm-hmm. somewhere in the bouts of it. I agree, Bash. Um... Have you? I feel well, like quick question. Yes. Like, have have you have you seen or uh, did you listen to Biden's speech about his next steps in the Afghanistan? Um, all I know about what Biden said was he he said initially the first time around he he um he is still like a big proponent of getting the troops out of Afghanistan. He's not wavering on any of that. That's all I know now. That's all I know now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's essentially the same thing. Like, yeah. He, he hasn't wavered. Even he sent, though like, six thousand people overnight. Right. And then it's like now he's like, yeah, we're gonna pull out. Like. Yeah. Although his approval goal. has dropped drastically, he still has not. He still have not wavered on that, which is ironic too, because you have the right wingers here. Which literally, Bastion, this was just a month ago that we covered CPAC, where even former President 45 himself was like, yeah, we're going to get bring the troops home while all these mindless sheep were clapping about it. And like, yeah, let's bring the troops home. And now Biden's doing it. Oh, what is Biden doing to tell America? It, it, it kind of makes sense to have that uh, perspective in mm-hmm. terms of if... Quote unquote, let's say uh, in a world where America left completely and, and the Afghan government was able to do what they're supposed to, you know, just kind of build up from there. Mm-hmm. That would probably be like, okay, you know, we, 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 we did good. You know, we went there, we helped them out, and we left. We but, win. We win, quote unquote. We win, right? Right. But what? happened and as you said earlier in the episode today uh you left taliban took over many of the majority of the country and it's like all right you know it's your fault biden that this happened 
it happened under your watch. It's like, come on, like you, you don't think that the Taliban's uh group was increasing over the past twenty years? Word, of course. You've seen how many how many videos have we seen of like of like maybe some like UK kid who grew up and then who grew up in that environment, but then you know became radicalized in 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 the mind of like either isis or the taliban or al-qaeda we've seen it so many times we've seen so many documentaries I'm not gonna about it. i think all of them are different <laughs> right but we've seen so they are different you, you are right but we've seen that story so many times of 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 radicalization of you know like a of, of a first generation um kid who grew up in like a first world country but has become radicalized and gone to the middle east and join x y or z and you know we've seen that documentary so many times in within the past 20 years oh yeah it's a it's a weird weird thing it's it's strange but in terms of how like the republicans are upset about biden's uh like what he wanted to do in mm -hmm. terms of he said he did send people back I'm surprised they didn't really focus. They're they're really uh, stuck on what he says. Like we're going to pull out soon. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know what's going to happen. To be honest, what I think is going to happen is they're they're just going to talk with the Taliban and work with them. That's, That's what, what I'm think. saying. I mean, you see Europe doing that now. They said, hey. remember they they funded the Taliban years ago. I remember <laughs> that. They don't they don't want you to remember that. America don't want you to remember that at all. Said. So, uh, freaking Osama bin Laden in America were allies at one point. I remember that, Bastion. I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. I you remember know, that. My little brother actually told me about the ending of Rambo Three. How it was dedicated for the Mujahideen, Hadin, um, fighters in Afghanistan. That was the original ending, and then of course they changed it later on, because originally said this film is dedicated to the brave. Mujahideen fighters of Afghanistan, mm -hmm. and that was the original ending. And then they change it to this film is dedicated to the gallant people of Afghanistan. Ah, so yeah, the 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 shift, the 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 shift that that's pretty much the washing your hands. This goes see, dude. Like once my little brother showed me this, like see, yeah, this kind of goes back to my theory. Like everything's TV at the end of the day. Like I joke about it all the time, mm -hmm. but. It, like somewhere somehow it it will just jump back to TV, it and <laughs> all goes back to TV and movies, man. Because that's where that's where we watch the hey or music well, too. Because that picture of them in in that building in like mm -hmm. that presidential building, I jokingly said, "Yo, this is gonna be the next Griselda album cover," just jokingly, because the crazy because like I'm not gonna lie, the picture was picture's kind of hard. I'm not saying hey. It's wrong. However, that could be a new Griselda album cover. Art is art. Art is art. Photo. It is like like that whole um insurrection photo. How people are making fun of it, saying it could be the next Griselda album. That same photo too. Griselda album. Benny the Butch. You're gonna see it. Guarantee it. Can't believe you almost bought that from somebody. Yeah, he's so mad. <laughs> It's like, it's like, oh, I saw this kind of like, oh, I'm selling it. It's like, dude, I, I literally could make this in like 10 seconds. And I was just like, yeah, never mind. It's cool. My friend made it already. And I was I was going to use that picture, too. It's not like it's his picture anyways. If he took the picture, then I totally get it. Fair enough. Fair but enough. Uh, like, nah, this is like the best picture out of the bunch. Back but, on uh, topic. Yeah, this is uh, kind of insane.
Yeah. I, I think it's more insane how the uh, we watch the people react to it. Mm-hmm. But what I think is a little bit more insane is the way social media works in the day and age. So not only are you seeing, like, if you saw the CNN reporting, talking to them, saying, like, how there's, like, uh, down down to America or hate America. And she says, like, yeah, it's uh, it's that's what they're saying. But they also have, like, a good mood and energetic. It's like, because those are the people at the end of the day. They're people, you know, they're they're like they're literally vibing over there. Yeah. It's weird to say, but it's like, no, at the end of the day, it's not like it's not like a supervillain henchman. That's, that's unrealistic. Yeah, like, those are regular people like Bond villains. Yeah, they probably watch movies. They're, they're like regular, you know, With, and they're on the side of Talbot. They're still regular at the end of the day. Watch her, Bastion. We don't want to be called un-American here. <laughs> no, it's not un-American. It's like off-rip. It's, just, it's the same concept about like liberals not understanding about what's going on across the world. Like if they oh, want to course. use the conversation about like what, what about how women are treated in Afghanistan? We're going to allow the Taliban to rule. It's like, all right, but look at our allies. Right. Look mm-hmm. at how Saudi Arabia treatment is. It's, it's 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 terrible. That's but we're not going to say anything about that because they're our allies. Well, that's the conversation. If that's the conversation we're having with them, let's go all the way. I'm with you. Yeah. If you're going to use that conversation point, I'm going to point out every other country that's our ally is having a, a bad relationship with women within their country. Let's oh. go. Oh, 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 okay. I thought we were gonna thought you were gonna mention the I word for for real quick. I was like, all right, we gotta stop the we gotta stop the show. No, it's not. No, it's not bad over there compared to like uh, right, uh, Saudi but, Arabia. Right, for right, of course. But you know, there there's other things happening over there as well. Currently, that, that's part of the conversation too. Yeah. But like, just pointing out that specific thing because that's what a lot of people are focusing on. Mm-hmm. And, well, people I saw like liberals are focusing on. It's like mm-hmm. no, like dude, like there's a whole world right now where things are the like, whole uh, bigger picture. Like yeah. Yeah, we could get there, mm-hmm. right? But if you think that's the main point to get there, then uh, I got something to tell you about your best friend that you're copping oils from. All right, that's so, fair. So if if we want to go there, let's go. Let's go here. Let's go here too. Mm. Let's let's so hold a- the mirror up. Let's 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 see the reflection of yourself of ourselves. Yeah. Well, no, of the government. Let's let, yeah. Let, yeah. Let's open the album book. Like who? Yeah. Let's see who we've been taking pictures with yesterday on the gram. Yeah, right. That's right. Let's open up that <laughs> almanac. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one, one, once you kind of understand that kind of thing, then it's just uh, it's it's pretty interesting in my opinion. Yeah. But the politics of life. Word. This whole week and weekend, past weekend, has, has been just devastating for for a lot of people, for a lot of countries. Like, I remember Saturday morning, I was over at Family Dollar. It was like 8-something. And then all of a sudden, get this alert about a 7.4 mag, ma, um, magnitude earthquake that happened in Haiti. Yeah. And I've it- seen a lot of videos photos thousands have been have have passed away unfortunately due to due to the earthquake like i remember it because me and daoud were talking because it's saturday and he has a show haiti our revolution continues every saturday afternoon from 4 p.m to 5 p.m on wbai and you know he had he he had his show already planned it out he wanted to play a lot of music. 
He wanted to talk about some stuff. And it was going to be a good old show. But then that happened. And so we had to switch up the whole program. So that first hour he had... He had a, he was talking to to people that were you know in Haiti in in those areas where you know the the earthquake did happen and they were giving us like a a, a, a basically like an eyewitness account of like what happened and how they reacted to and how they acted on the the earthquake. Um, just to kind of told like, go back, it's like, um, what did he mostly? It's it. This is probably what you mostly heard, like people just leaving the house once yes. they hear the earthquake, right? Right, because they learned from what happened 10 years ago, because 10 years ago, of course, you know, Haiti suffered another massive earthquake. And what they did prior to that was they went inside for like yes. safety and shelter. So they said they, they were saying this on the phone. So they learned from that 10 years ago. And so they made sure a lot of their family members were out of the house. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the that. big thing. And yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Um, me talking to my my dad about it, um, mm -hmm. you know, he's keeping me in the loop. Um, and just kind of going over all the things, like that's kind of the biggest thing, like compared to what happened. And that's why a lot of people were killed in the earth in the earthquake. It, one, it, no one was prepared for it, and Haiti is on the fault line, but it's not something that like they think about constantly. Right. So right now, because it happened twenty ten, it it's it lingers in the back of everybody's everybody's mind i'm sure of it so when it did happen everybody had a, a quick response but uh i did see it earlier today uh that my uh, my dad was showing me of the ground and how it split Ooh. like the grounds literally shift and you can see the lines and that's how the house's structure is just broken down and uh, a lot of people was like, you know, it's kind of hard to even look at anybody saying, like, donate here so we can help rebuild. It's like, yeah. Ah, we not rocking with the Red Cross. Not Like, I'm not rocking with anybody, to be honest. I'm going to be fully, like, if you, you have to send the money directly to their, their bank account. That's what I'm looking at. Like, mm. if you send the money directly to a person that you spoke to bank account, that's kind of what, what I'm kind of focused, like, would donate to. But, like, go there and kind of rebuild a house in the in a country that's not stable right now it's it like this is terrible timing but that's how life like life is unplanned mistakes and stuff but this is bad mm -hmm. this is a the infrastructure the mm -hmm. government is not there especially what well, we've been talking about a couple of weeks ago yeah I, I was thinking we'd come on here before the the whole earthquake happened we were going to come in here and talk about another conspiracy theory but but i'm still gonna talk about that oh, oh no, oh, no that's very important oh that's we are very important yes, oh okay yes. you can get that story before the end of the year i'm oh, hoping yeah, more definitely. stories to come out oh i hope but, so too but anyways but yeah. get back back to this bastion i have a question for you because i've been seeing this a lot on on uh social media and stuff and i think i've asked you this before but like what are your thoughts on people um bringing up this idea of like Haiti being cursed, quote unquote. Um, it this comes out of um TV, you know. That's the way I look at it. At the end of the day, and as I, I keep bringing up, like people think I'm joking when I when I continuously connect TV and movies to real life. Like, no, movies and TVs were based off of real life, all based on someone's idea of what uh they want to kind of the message they want to convey. Mm -hmm. So when you have something like haiti and the religion and 
the past and stuff. If you watch any African, remember back in the day when African movies were like the number one thing to buy? Oh, yes. And it was like you could get it for bootleg and you can. All of them yeah. were propaganda, in my opinion. Mm. All of them all had the same story about like black magic and, uh, you know, putting something, a curse on other people. It's like, what does that convey in terms of like the Haitian religion, especially with voodoo and stuff? It's, it's it like, conveys that their religion is evil and bad. Meanwhile, the white man's religion, which is Christianity and all that, it's the pure religion. I had this conversation the other day. We know where, where religions such as, you know, um, Bruja and like Santeria and, and Voodoo, you know, you know, ancient like African or indigenous influenced religions, you know, that was like their religion or whatever. It's being perceived as as evil and bad meanwhile the conquistadors came in and converted a lot of people to christianity and what have you to say hey this is what you should really be practicing this is the true religion this is the blue religion this is the real religion and my god is superior than than what that mumbo jumbo y'all are doing see that's the white man that got y'all messed up that's the white man that programmed y'all for y'all to to believe that jesus is white with with blue eyes and all that jazz too meanwhile you want to disrespect um, you know, ancient African inspired religions because it's impure and it's improbable. Yeah, it, it, like the voodoo definitely uh, came off the branches of of those older religions that they were able to keep um, without converting themselves to like Protestants or something. Um, in in terms of everything you just said, that's pretty much where this quote unquote curse comes from. That's it. You, you pretty much named everything. You know, it comes from religion, it comes from uh, history, and it comes from definitely any country not happy that Haiti got their independence the way they did back in 1804, being a uh, uh, the slaves beating uh, the masters. And Napoleon. It's, and the, what? Especially destroying Napoleon. Napoleon. Yeah. What? France is, was number one. They, mm -hmm. they, they, they brought Napoleon to his knees, all right? Mm hmm the way that the world has not forgiven and which is crazy <laughs> yeah that's that's the way it is we're in 2021 so, now that, that's the way i look at it that's the way i look at it so people understand like a lot of people which i'm very grateful for because I, i'm pretty sure like i listen to podcasts from like uh haitian artists and that grew up in the 90s like being in being Haitian in the 90s was terrible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I remember. But it, it's, cool, it's cool being Haitian now where people yeah. can just lie about being Haitian. Right. I remember, uh, like, yeah. um, back when we were at uh, we we were at Labor Day Parade in Eastern Parkway, I remember Harden and Harry, he played, like, this one clip, early, like, earlier on, and he was, and, and it was some guy, he was explaining, like, the hardships of, of like, of it was being Haitian in New York and, like, in the nineties and stuff and how, um, other Caribbean, um, Caribbeans like look down on like Haitians and stuff like that. I do remember that a lot. Oh yeah. And I also had to uh, deal with, um, the, the thing about the article, someone saying about like where HIV started off was in Haiti or something like it, it, it expanded because of Haiti. Mm. That was kind of one of the big proponents as, as well. You probably never heard of that. I've never you? heard of it. I yeah, always, that... My ignorance that was, that was self, pretty huge. I always heard about it started from a monkey. I don't know if you remember no, that. No, no, no. I say it started in Haiti. I said like they used that as like the epicenter, oh. as one of the reasons it spread it even faster. Got it. No, I didn't so, know that. 
it's equivalent to one of those articles where they blame like old uh, cooking uh, rituals or routines in uh, West Africa to what's causing uh, global climate change and problems and stuff. Wait, so yeah, it's equivalent what? to that. Yeah. <laughs> that wait, hold up, hold up. They blaming it on Africans now? Is 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 their fault that global global I, I warming promise is happening? I will send you an article later today. So so the reason why Greece. And in Algeria and all of them are under fire is because it's because of the Africans. Oh, they will just do everything in their way to not say corporate isn't uh, responsible for everything. So but it's about white. In, in terms of just going back, that's kind of the perception that is played upon uh, from the people's mind is just due to how uh, the past years and years and years people is just reflecting or uh, deflecting. Or even projecting Ooh. their insecurities onto another country without knowing anything about the history. Because once in, once in a while, you might meet those hotel people that know a lot about Haitian history. Yeah. You know, once anybody that says like Bookman, yeah, uh, in, in the conversation, uh, Bookman is Jamaican. Jamaican that was yeah. uh, in, in in Haiti at the time. His mom was one of the warriors in West Africa that taught him how to fight. Uh, then then you're kind of like, all right, this is cool. You know, once once they bring it up. You could have like that that connection that's like kind of small spiritual connection to that person that understands uh, what makes Haiti so vastly different from uh, from everywhere from the yeah. whole Caribbean. Yeah. Haiti is just different, just built different. Like they everybody got the independence when I mean, they were given to them. Not just in any Caribbean culture whatsoever. But you're right. But but they were given that independence. Like mm-hmm. Haiti's the only one that fought for it, and they won. And they're they're quote unquote cursed by the world for it. There you go. I wrapped it up for you, nice and clean. <laughs> hey, you you are absolutely right. Uh, I don't know if I even want to talk about even like even more of what's happening in the world, but I think you've you've like put a good stamp on it. Maybe we can we play some music. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I would like to um, once more things come up, but um, I do recommend people to check online just to see if they could support but what's important about like supporting is where it goes to and the right. organization you're sending it to mm-hmm. because like i said it's it's very the, the country is very unstable and if you're donating it's like you sh- I, i'm hoping it doesn't go to like a subcontractor to a subcontractor same thing for like just to hop back straight into afghanistan and i always mm-hmm. recommend people to listen to the book to read the book the shock doctrine is it kind of talks about that where if you say, oh, yeah, we're going to build schools in Afghanistan, let's send, for example, let's send $20 million, all right? Like, my name is Sebastian. I, I, no, I'm the U.S. government. I'm going to give Sebastian the contract for $20 million to build schools in it. All right, I'm going to give Giovanni uh, $18 million because I took my cut, and Giovanni gives it to Max, mm. but he takes his cut. And then you bring it back, cut, 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 subcontractor, contractor. By the time it gets to the school, you know, they have $1 million to work on it. And all they could do is like build out the bricks, but guess what? No tables, no whiteboard, no nothing. Right. And then we could build one school. So just that, the that's, structure. Yeah, that's kind of how uh, donation works. And hey, 2010. Yeah. Donations. Yeah. And hey, it was much more stable government back then. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, uh, Venezuela gave us money. Oh shoot! A couple years ago. They're protesting. Haitians were protesting, and they still will protest. Yeah. Uh, uh, about every senator in person is like, where did the money go? Mm-hmm. 
it, and remember, Haley has to pay back that money too. Right. But the money was supposed to be spent for something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and shoot, now that you're speaking of Venezuela, look at Venezuela now. Yeah. So it's crazy, man. Well, anyways, Bashin, you want to get into the next song of the week? Is it uh, hosted by the CIA? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, it is hosted by one of our favorite artists, Childish Gambino, off of oh, what I think is still his best album, um, Awaken My Love, back in... I still tw- think it's because the internet, but... That's fair. Hey, I'll give you that, too. At least you didn't say that other album that dropped last year. 15, 20? Yeah, I, yeah I, I totally forgot the name of the album. <laughs> But uh, this is Standing Tall. It's a bit lengthy, but hey, we need a break. And when we come back, we're going to have some fun talk because we really need it. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. You're locked to Black Seinfeld Show About Nothing. We'll be back. Rising over streets so barren Since the evening Colors flash before my eyes I feel like a child so young and new In 92 I listened To what my father said Keep all your dreams Keep standing tall If you are strong You cannot fall a voice inside our soul so smile when you can when you can how this used to feel so far Free now, these broken souls are all I see. Fists have fallen to our side. We may cry alone, I feel we know where all of this is headed. But my mama said,
forgot how great that song was i forgot how great that album was it's been a while bash since i've listened to awaken my love i feel like i gotta play this again oh yeah i love the way it ends too just yes. like the screen then stops great <laughs> opener great closer all right we're back to black Steinfeld show absolutely nothing absolutely and nothing. let's get into some fun so yeah why don't you start this conversation Okay, cool. Let's get into a bit of music, shall we? And we're going to get into one Anderson Pack and one Bruno Mars because this duo known as Silk Sonic have been, we, the public, have been highly anticipating their album ever since April when they came out with the song Leave the Door Open, a song that I'm sure everyone has heard at this point. And we all loved the song. We loved how how rich and golden and and how and how well it ushered in springtime, right? And that's my favorite time of listening to guys like Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack during the warmer weather when it gets warm. It's something that I love to listen to because it just gives me that that golden glorious feeling. All right. So they've been playing that song to death. And so, you know, the people, we've been waiting for another track. We've been waiting for more. We wanted more. So much so that I remember when they they had their performance at the BET Awards. And at the end of Leave the Door Open, Anderson Pack gave us the tease of the night when he said, Hey, you guys want to hear a new song? And of course, everyone started going crazy. I started going crazy. I was like, oh my God, play a new song. And they were like, nope, we're going to play the same song again. <laughs> and they trolled us all. But fear, fear, fear not, our listeners, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binaries. Two weeks ago, they finally decided to drop a new song. And that new song was called Skate. And guess what? Skate was also great enjoyed skate we loved skate and so what i've been saying for the since they dropped the first track was 
Silk Sonic needs to drop this album in either the third the third quarter, okay? Third quarter. Because I'll be damned if they play this when it's cold. Alright? I don't want to hear this during the winter. I don't want to hear this November, December. I don't want to hear this because much like a lot of other people, this was supposed to be the album of the year. For me at least. But they but they just weren't dropping it. Alright? But now it has been made official, people. Silk Sonic is dropping their album January 2022, which goes to show, in my humble opinion, once they did that first track, Leave the Door Open, they didn't have any sort of um, idea or, or, or motivation of creating an album. I feel like the album wasn't even a thing. They, I feel like they just decided to make a track. Everyone went crazy. And now it's sort of called for or demanded for a damn album. Bastion, what is your take here? I do not care. Seriously? That's that's I, all you You don't care? I don't care about Sonic. Sonic, what? Sonic Boom? Sonic the Fox? Uh, Sonic hey. Boom was a Sonic game. Okay. You don't care about the Silk Sonic album? No, I, I don't. I That song was all right. Even their major hit single was all right. All I, right, I, Bastion? Yeah, it was cool. You know, it, it, it plays. I don't play it. It plays on the radio. You know what I mean? Right. Fair. Oh, Anderson Pack is amazing. Bruno Mars is amazing, too. I thought his gold, 24 karat gold album is amazing. Great album. Right. Uh, But, you know, for me, singles are important. But at the same time, so are albums. So if, if I really want an opinion, I'll just wait for an album. Because I still think this is like equivalent to Usher, Ludacris, and Little John mm. making Lovers and Friend. It's not like they came together to make a whole album. If they did, it would be crazy. You know, they did Yeah, too. That song was amazing. Yeah. They just had to do maybe what, like eight more tracks, and there you go. You'll have an album that'll be perfect for 2017. But it was different. 20, 2004, you, you needed like 24 tracks, and that's a lot of money. And you know, That's true. 500, $500,000 for a verse is ridiculous. But uh, I understand the concept of this album, and I'll care more when it exists. So when they're doing the hype for the second one, and they were teasing, and they're doing one single at a time, not telling people when the album's going to come. Then I'll be like your level, like, oh, it's never going to drop, you know? But, you know, I, I have more things to struggle. Like, Frank Ocean's doing jewelry that I can't afford, and no music has come out yet. That's Lord. my struggle. Kendrick Lamar hasn't dropped an album in five years. Bastion, That's don't my struggle. Don't remind me about that, please. That's my struggle. You're telling me, though, you got to wait one more year? You, you got a due date. That is true. We did. We did have a due date. You have a single for a whole year to rock with. That is true. Not one Frank Ocean song is out here besides the leak. A leak. Yeah, I mean, what's the last Frank Ocean songs that came out in like 2017? Oh, uh, or 2018. I, 20, definitely 2018. I, I like to say it was something from his uh, Apple Radio uh, provider. I like to say oh, it was the last major. You sure that wasn't oh. 20? 2017 2017 yeah it's definitely 2017 provider was just a beautiful track yeah my favorite episode episode 007 uh he also did an election episode but he didn't play any new music for that either 
Ah, I gotcha. Hold on, let me let me check. Let me check on the but ranks. Just to go on to my joke while saying refer before. Uh yeah, Frank Ocean has mm -hmm. a new uh line of luxury jewelry. Right, we talked Homer, about it last week. And I will love to uh buy a pendant. You said this last week. For eleven hundred. You so, said yeah. this last week. <laughs> no, nah, I just had to bring it up one more okay, time. Okay, cool. Just, it's just very funny. Yeah, man. I mean, it's here in New York, so of course you can you can go down, and that's gonna be one of. I your don't flex. recall saying it last week, but maybe I did. No, you did. No, I I talked about it, but you didn't say you were gonna go and get one. So okay, you didn't so say that's that. That's my yet. joke. That's my joke. I'm going to go and get one. Okay, got it. After I buy a, a Versace chain, maybe. Oh, you know what? I did say that. You did, did say, say something about a Versace chain. Versace chain you and did. Versace rings. You did you say know. that. Yeah, buy it before I buy a laptop. Yeah, and then I asked you about the Homer stuff. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But I, I could probably make something similar to it. Fair. But uh, yeah, Silk Sonic, January twenty twenty two. So you know, can't wait. Yeah, in the beginning of the year. You know, I I think everything is like the Grammys are pushing forward to it. We were That's supposed why... to get certified Lover Boy January twenty twenty one, and look how great that happened. Look how great that worked out. Well, when when does the Grammys thing end? this year i thought it always ends at like september no september september like 20th or something yeah i thought it was like september 30th or whatever mm, okay so that way in 2023 they can clean up september 30th okay yeah you're right september 30th 2021 yeah. Yep. That's why I do believe you're getting Kanye West's album because he's trying to drop it before then. Listen, bro. Uh, before the so it's like I know it's gonna drop before September 30th, but does it have to drop this week? No, or the week after next week? No. Even though he's gonna do another listening party, which is gonna be cool because he, he is. Gets to, yeah. Is it in Chicago I'm, like I've been seeing on this theory on Kanye Tita? Yeah. What the next one in in Chicago? Yeah. I, I think so. I'm not too sure, but I know he's going to do another listening party for the album. I swear. I think, you know what, Bastion? You know what I think? Honestly, I feel like this album isn't even going to come out, and he's just gonna he's just gonna go through a listening party tour of of Donda, the listening party tour. He's gonna hit all the stadiums. This is my conspiracy theory brain working. And every song sounds different from the next. Right. That's what I think. And only Kanye can get away with something like this. Because you, know, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. Ye, every, yeah. every album has to be something different. And this is something new. A tour where the album isn't even done yet. But he's still touring the album. And it's not even done. And every tour you go on, it sounds a bit different from the last thing we heard. And it's going to be on Apple again. Watch. Mark my words. This album is not coming out. I don't care. The al I will. I, when the album drops, it will drop, okay? But as of now, seeing how Kanye's working for these past two little tours that he, these tour shows that he's been having, I have an inkling suspicion that one, Mr. Kanye West is going to be doing the Donda listening party tour. This album's not dropping because this man isn't making buttloads of money right now. And the album isn't even out yet. That's the way it works. And bro. that's why he's a genius. That's the way it works. Just keep, just keep dropping the album, but don't drop the album. Right. Like have people just, just download leaks. Just, yeah. just leak iterations. Like I still right. have the second one. 
Listen, I, can we I, not I, talk I, about Kanye listen. in the episode? Yeah, I was gonna say let let's get let's get back to Anderson Pack. Yeah, man. I want to talk about his new tattoo. Please, what does the tattoo say? When I'm gone, don't release any posthumous albums or songs with my name attached. To those were not because those were not because those were just demos and never intended to be heard. Yeah, absolutely. By by y'all, uh, and I think. Uh, and the reason I brought up that tattoo is kind of to talk about Pop Smoke, the mm-hmm. new Aaliyah album that we recently spoke about Prince. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Prince, just artists, uh, maybe Tupac, but I'm pretty sure those were finished projects they just dropped because they ain't add no new verses to it. Right. Um, but Biggie Smalls, you mm-hmm. know, just like after someone passes uh, uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> Surprised don't have anything about Amy Winehouse, which is interesting. I'm so happy there's nothing about Amy Winehouse. Because I know she works in demos as well. Yeah. Or it, it'll be or Kurt difficult. Cobain or any of that. Yeah, that it's like those are demos. Those weren't supposed to those weren't for the artists, you know, built by the artists. Yeah. But I do I do find that tattoo very, very interesting because I've known uh, I, well, from what we've seen these past uh, years, yeah, it's like artists that pass away and just like using their their voice, as long as they don't make money off of it. That's what I want to. It's like, hey, we worked on this song and I wanted to drop it for y'all to listen to it, but I'm not gonna put it on any like platform. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. If you already worked with the person and they're in the room with them, but if it's like the label saying like, hey, we have this, we have this, uh, we have this song. And we want to add you to it before we drop it. Do you want to do it? I'm like, eh, no, that's that's a bit scary. Yeah, when when you have artists such as Prince or or even Michael Jackson, right, who have tons of songs in their vault and they've never been released, there is a reason as to why they don't want those songs released. It's because it's not for our ears. You know, it's just for them. There's a reason why they didn't want these songs released so when you have albums like escape come out or when you have coming to america come out it almost feels like you're cheapening like you're just profiting off of their legacy right um i remember of course the michael jackson album you had like the original cuts and then you had the remixed revamped version which we've gone to a great length of of discussion of and then of course with someone as 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 artistic and and you know as someone who's anti-industry like prince who you know someone who owned his masters and, and owned all of his music who you know has unfortunately of course passed away back in like 2016 to have as jay-z said in his verse they said yo lana mcmillan you must be colorblind because you only see green through them purple eyes that's a bar right there and jay couldn't have been any more accurate because i feel like a lot of these people um, just want to make profits off of, you know, those who've passed because of the money that that it can um, bring in. Um, now, when it comes to like Pop Smoke, I think we've I've said this before about the latest album Faith, where it did not seem like a complete album. A lot of the ideas, a lot of the songs. A lot of the verses just felt like an unfinished idea. And of course, we had all collaborations on each and every single track, 
which was a perfect indicator of, you know, there was a thought, there was, a, there was an idea, and then those who collaborate on it try to finish it to the best of their abilities, right? And so what it does is it it doesn't cheapen the legacy of Pop Smoke, but it just it just it's just not a good look, right? When you had a a solid album that he dropped last year, you know, with the help of Fifty Cent, of course, um, you know that felt more like a more of a complete project, right? Whereas to now, where it's only been a year later and you're dropping more material and some of the verses um, we've like we've heard him say in like past material, so it it just all sounds bad. And of course, you you had the XXX Tentacion album too, which again it was just ideas and and more features than anything else. DMX album, same thing, ideas that X had it 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 didn't sound complete. That's the that's the main point of you know these posthumous records is you know there's there's always a grain of salt that is that that i take with a lot of these records because you know the artist isn't there to you know to to implement his ideas and his vision and 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 his thought or her thought or their thought into that track so it's all from like engineer or executive producers maybe it's the family maybe it's a friend um, but the point being is, you know, sometimes it's okay not to release new music for for an artist that has that has passed on. It's okay. Like you can have their body of work speak for itself. Yeah, and I I do agree. You know, someone like Mac Miller who had the everything already set up just mm -hmm. had to be you know exactly. In and that's my favorite album of the year. And. I can say the same thing for even though it's not the group, but like Five Dog, um, he passed away, but they still had his verses mm -hmm. and they've been working on this album, you know, and they wanted to see it to the end. So they did have his verses already completed and done, but I still thought that was like just beautiful with, with what they did to the whole pro project. Mm -hmm. Because even after, you know, you hear his verses, he's still referenced as like someone that they miss by the end of the albums like we miss you and stuff mm -hmm. and then you know they're still able to still be tried by you know the donald's joke um it, there's there's good ways of doing it and then there's bad ways of doing it and there's just ways where you know we, we don't know when people pass away especially artists sometimes it's just best not to touch those products you know right and just kind of let what people already have of them just like re-listen to right again yeah. have their body of work speak for itself it's okay you could re-listen to back to black i do i was yeah. crack oh yeah it's amazing right it, it, it it's amazing you can re-listen to ready to die you can re-listen to life after death life after death hell life after death came out after um when biggie was already passed away and gone yeah. machiavelli what? What what album had till the end of time? Was it Machiavelli? No, that was that was until the end of time. That was like two thousand, two thousand one. Oh really? Yeah. That was a that was a drop. Yeah, that, that, that yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> that that was a posthumous drop. That was the posthumous drop, but like when you talk about when Pac died in ninety six, um immediately after like October, November, Machiavelli to Dawn came out. That's with like Hail Mary and, yeah, that and was White fish. Man's World. Those are some excellent songs, by yeah, the way. Yeah, which to 
to me at least one of the best posthumous albums ever machiavelli to dawn yeah i I still think um till the end of time is my favorite pox song yeah hey and changes as well is a lot of uh people's favorite tupac song and that was a posthumous record as well really that's a posthumous record oh we got heat yeah man yeah That's, that's that's this is a conversation got different. But <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I know like the like you, you know, I've seen every single documentary, but they never talk about the music. Yeah. They never talk about the, the post music. Especially the, the posthumous the records. Especially because, you know, with the posthumous records and, and all that stuff and him like renaming himself Machiavelli after Machiavelli and there was this um one thing where Machiavelli talked about like faking his own death and stuff and having these kind of like constant releases of Pac music and all that stuff. That's why you know, people for a long time thought like, oh, maybe Pac is alive. Maybe Pac's in like Cuba or something like that. It's because a lot of the songs were, it still hold weight to the times that we were in, especially mm-hmm. like, especially like Changes or, or Until the End of Time or like um, uh, Do for Love or, you know, when he maybe he was on a feature like John Beast, Are You Still Down? Stuff like that. Um yeah, and you know when he made like dish, like dis like sneaky disses to like Jay Z, um, in like in um F Friends, you know, um, in uh Nas's Ether, like the first like thing is you hear is like F Jay Z, that was yeah. a sample of Tupac's um F Friends, yeah. from the Until the End of Time album. So you know, hearing stuff like that, people were like, "Yo, maybe Pac's alive." Like, "Yo, maybe he's like." in cuba or something like chilling blah 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 blah. maybe he's with asada shakur or something like that so yeah totally understand where you're coming from with the tupac stuff but yeah tupac has just written so much music that were that was like complete you know what i'm saying that's why like there was always more stuff being released but now you really don't see that anymore (laughs) all right uh but yeah that i think that's a good subject to talk about oh like some demos were just not intended to be heard by the audience right and it's okay like people we don't need to hear everything if the intention wasn't there then don't release it because it kind of yeah because what it does like like unfortunately it like puts a stain on it put it it definitely leaves like a stain on their legacy a little bit it kind of reminds me of um Frank Herbert, he's the artist of the book of Dune. And like the first I think there's like eight novel eight novels of Dune, mm-hmm. right? But the last two, I'm pretty sure it's either the last one or the last two, it came out like after he passed away off of his notes because he wasn't done writing it. Oh um, boy. But the person that was helping him writing it finished it off. Okay. But the problem isn't those two books necessarily because a lot of people will kind of d- didn't really like it. For the extra books that came after that, oh, his, his no. son, uh, you know, this kind of happens with family, mm-hmm. um, was able to kind of harness extra notes that he had laying around and give it to other art, uh, authors other writers? Oh, no. to make other Dune series. So there's like, there's the whole section of Dune books. It's not touched or created by uh, Frank Herbert because it's non-canon in yeah, the way. It's I was just, just about like to off ask. his notes. It's all just all off his notes. Like he had ideas, but it's it's all ideas at the end of the day. Sometimes you write an idea. It's like, all right, this sucks. All right, move it on. Mm-hmm. Or you're gonna use it in a different capacity. So I got yeah. you, bro. I got it. 
Is there anything so, else you wanna you wanna touch on before we head out? Oh yeah, uh, Evangelion, right? Neon Genesis, the the anime, which is now a movie. No, so let me just quickly give a roundabout for the people that's uh, they know what's going on. If they don't, let me just uh, explain. Neon Genesis, Neon Genesis Evangelion is an anime from 1995 to yeah. 1996. You know, 26 episodes of fun and joy. Uh, I do recommend people to watch the series uh in in the order of you know the episodes episode 126 then watch and evangelion the movie uh then watch the movie series which is called uh uh remake of like 1.1 to 2 3 3 and what recently came out was neon genesis evangelion thrice upon a time which is the last movie of the series in total as a whole and these past four movies has been very interesting to watch as someone that's a fan of the series because it's still the same story, but at the same time, Anno was able, the artist Anno, was able to create a full-around plot for the series in order to c- continue. So the whole series is called a rebuild um, of Evangelion film series, and the last movie came out on March 8, 2001. And it recently came out on Amazon Prime for everybody to see with all languages, subtitles for the world. So it even had the English dub, which was pretty cool because he understood that like this is going to be the last one. And the pandemic did mess up everything. But if he could get the art to people's hands as fast as possible, that would be really great. Uh, I just without spoiling too much, um, even if you're not a fan of the show but or if you haven't got a chance to get into the show, I do recommend it. Because it will give an all-around, in my opinion, it's one of the most all-around, full-around uh, ending of a series that I ever watched. And remember, the first one came out back in 96, and it completely ended in 2001. So that's like 26 years of character development. And I just find, it, find that like insanely uh, incredible. It's like one of my favorite movies of this year. Probably, probably definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. It oh, just wow. has to be because it's it's wow. one of those things. Like I said, it's, it's character development. It's not like a standalone movie. It's just mm-hmm. like the journey you took watching the the anime to the films and to getting to the last ending. That's what kind of made everything much more beautiful. Like Endgame. Uh, it yeah, you could say it's it's something. Yeah, sure. I won't compare it to Endgame because it's like. It is an emotional journey, but like it's too much. It's too long of a series to get to Endgame, right? But for this one, it's like this cleans up the series. The best way I could explain is I hate Evangelion because it makes me feel some type of way, but it's one of my favorite animes, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it kind of captures this darkness that I could see. But because this movie came out recently, it, I feel like it just cleanses everything. Huh. That's the best way I could explain without spoiling because I don't want to spoil this movie. I just want to recommend it to as many people as possible to just go on Google and say, how do I watch Evangelion? And just watch the TV show, watch the movie, then watch the Rebuild series and you know, a- enjoy your tea from there. Well, I know the, <laughs> the series is on Netflix, so yeah. y'all, could, y'all uh, could tune in If to you that. watch it, on the, yeah, I think Netflix should be fine. I, I think the fan uh, subs were much better. Oh. When it came out back in the day, but yeah, if you could go on Netflix and watch it because they have all the movies there, 
and hop onto Amazon Prime to watch all the rebuild series. Okay. You're going to have a good weekend. <laughs> huh, okay. Maybe, maybe, you know what? I'll take you up on that offer. You, you put me on the Hunter x Hunter, so I might take you up on that offer. Because I know about the show. I've just actually never watched it. I just knew the, the name. Yeah. So for the people that know, they, they, they understand why my review is like this. It's like, it's very emotional. It's very impactful. And I thought like all around, he did a really good job from a series that he himself changed because he was so depressed and then dark, just a very dark state in life. Yeah. And now I think life is much better for him. So he just kind of finished it up the way he, it needs to. So I, I, de- I definitely recommend checking out this series. That sounds great. And uh, on that note, this is where we will leave you all tonight because A, we're tired. B, we got work in the morning. And C, uh, I just want to play something so we can leave, honestly. <laughs> all right. What's the last song of the day? Last uh, well, song? Before we go, yeah. you know, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BlackSignfulNY. Uh, we do have our own website called BlackSignfield.com where we have our our older episodes. Please check that out. We're also on YouTube. Just type in Black Seinfeld to see one of our older clips. Yes, sir. And if you have any questions, please email us at BlackSignfieldNY at gmail.com. And, you know, we're on all social media platforms and we're on all podcasting. So just type in Black Seinfeld to tune in and subscribe so you never miss an episode. That is right. And we are signing off with Bastion. One K Trinata featuring Sid with You're the One. And until next week, ladies and gentlemen, we are almost done with August. Can't, geez, we've only Yeah, we got one more episode in August, Bastion. And then All right. and then September happens. Wow. Reaching the fall. Reaching the fall time. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Take care. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.
Like it's bad.